0: welcome to primordial path my name is casey and i'm your guide on this podcast which is dedicated to exploring ancient meditation and healing practices we'll examine them through an accessible modern lens and discover how they can profoundly impact your life your body your mind your soul your energy so stay tuned here we go Welcome back. Today I'll be discussing the eight limbs of yoga and why they're important for yoga and more specifically for meditation. So the eight limbs of yoga came from a mysterious sage called Patanjali. He wrote a handful of prominent texts before the birth of Christ, so over 2000 years ago, with one of the most notable being the Yoga Sutras. Now these sutras explain Raja Yoga. Raja means Royal, so Royal Yoga. And this is the most common form of yoga that's practiced, especially in the West. This is where Hatha Yoga comes from and where the newer Vinyasa Yoga comes from. Well, actually Vinyasa comes from Hatha, but you know, let's not get too technical. So what is Raja Yoga? Raja Yoga is one of the four classical schools of yoga, which literally means Royal, as I said before. The other yoga schools, which you may have heard of, are bhakti yoga, which means devotion, karma yoga, which means action, and jhana yoga, which means self-study. All of these schools of thought offer a path to moksha, which means spiritual liberation. And it works on the physical, mental, and spiritual dimensions of our human existence, which will bring balance and harmony. Now back to the eight limbs. The first few stages have little to do with meditation. However, they are important because they prepare the mind and body to be ready for the highest stages of the eight limbs. Generally, people will find it difficult to meditate successfully on a regular basis without achieving or practicing the first five steps. Of course, they're not required and some people can meditate without even knowing about them. However, these are the few lucky people who have never had any mental or physical problems. And i have always been drawn to looking inward and living a meditative life. Yet the beauty of raja yoga and the eight limbs is that it's for everyone no matter what kind of person you are. It starts with the most basic things you need to do to live a more spiritual life. It starts by shaping a person's character in a way that helps them grow spiritually. So what's this magical mystical path you ask? Well Padanjali starts with the basic rules for changing a person's character and ending with samadhi or enlightenment, which in itself has four stages, which lead to self-realization. The first five stages are for getting ready and stages six through eight are for getting better. So let me tell you the eight limbs. Number one is the yamas, which is the social code. Number two, niyamas, which is the personal code. Three, asana, which is postures or states of being, four, pranayama, which is the control of prana, life force, cosmic breath, five, prachahara, which is removal or withdrawal of the senses, six, dharana, which is concentration, seven, dhyana, which is meditation, and number eight is samadhi, which is transcendental consciousness or enlightenment. So the first five steps are related to things outside of ourselves, and the last three are internal. So when the outer practices have been mastered, or at least performed regularly, it's easier to do the inner and higher practices. The reason for this is that most of us can't concentrate or meditate at all, because our minds are always wandering and trying to make sense of things. This may seem counterproductive, but meditation can only be done by people who have a calm mind. Yet... That's precisely why people turn to meditation, to quiet the mind. So how do we get around this? More detail on the eight limbs will be in future episodes where I'll break down each limb in detail. So don't worry if you missed that before. For now, here's a really brief overview to give you an idea of what each one is, purely food for thought. So the yamas and the niyamas, these help to get rid of or at least lessen the emotional problems that we experience. Asanas, these help get rid of pain, illness, and bad posture, all of which are physical discomforts. So this is the yoga that you would do in a yoga studio, or in a yoga class, all the poses. Pranayama will assist the body with the body's pranic flow that causes breathing or energy stagnation in the body, or commonly known as breath. Pratyahara will lessen the distractions from the outside, like sounds and stimulation that mess with your mind. Dharana, or concentration, is a process of removing distractions from past and future events. Dhyana, or meditation, is the unbroken flow of the mind's concentration on the object of meditation or concentration. The difference between dharana and dhyana is very subtle. And finally, samadhi, or enlightened consciousness. This is the final step and the highest point of meditation. There's so much more depth for each of the limbs and how they can be best implemented in our modern world. This is just the beginning.